Welcome to episode two of I Love That Ad, uh, the podcast we are starting to, uh, where we can basically have a platform to discuss as that we love, uh, as that we come across that we want to chat about. Um, as Shane said in episode one, one of the things that we missed from the year that was 2020 is actually just meeting people and chatting about ads, chatting about the stuff that we love. We love advertising, so, and we and what we, we love more than advertising is actually talking about advertising, especially good advertising. So, this podcast is essentially a, a quick platform to just share ads that we love, have a bit of a chat about them, uh, get your thoughts on them, um, as well as have have the odd special guests on uh, in, in a couple of weeks' time as well to to, to get uh, other points of view. Um, so today, uh, like with, with, with all shows, we'll have one ad from Shane uh, and one ad from me that we came across. And today we're going to talk about car ads. Um, car ads are... One of the things no one in the world can seem to get away from and uh, they're all over the place and um, so we found two that kind of stood out a little bit more than the rest or uh, that we, we'd love to chat about um, and I think it's important in the context of one of the reasons we wanted to look at car ads is the um, obviously given the year that was in it there was a 25% drop of car sales in Ireland from 2019 to 2020 um, based on that, I don't know about you, Aaron, but I feel like I'm seeing more car ads or hearing more car ads, even localized car ads from from like uh, dealerships that are nowhere near me. And that's obviously as a response of like 25% is a massive chunk. Yeah. Um, and I know it's it's different around different parts of the country. I think Dublin is slightly higher in the 30s. Um, but yeah, so it was just we said we kind of pay homage to the to the motor industry and kind of because there is some great works around there. Um, and has been through the years with regards to uh, to car ads. So in this time where they are currently being challenged based on uh, consumer sentiment. Are you Shane? Do you a bit of a bit of an off topic question here? But do you have you found during lockdown your or even even last year you listened to a bit more radio than you would do? Yes, as someone who uh, traditionally listens to uh, no radio. Um, Unless uh, it's Sunday morning. Uh, unless it's then. Sunday morning, and I've been through Neil Delamere, I've been through Mario Rosenstock, they just need to give me someone who is going to take that time slot and stays with it. Because yeah. it doesn't. turns out it doesn't matter who it is, if they're in that time slot, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> that's, your, that's peak Shane happiness time, is Sunday mid-morning, mid-morning yeah. slot. If I give you some information that's strange localized information i shouldn't know about or about irish history or the fact that ga jerseys are were knitted by nuns you're like that must have been on <laughs> mario's sunday roast or whatever it was called yeah. when neil delamere did it the reason but, um, I like it is it is, is I, I i have as well uh been listening to a lot more radio um and i'm listening to local radio so it's very it's very local uh to the area and you're hearing a lot of mullingar personalized car ads and stuff like that but it's mm. crossed nearly all the brands now so it's it, it's just funny to see that see that shift into, into the localization yeah no mine i i listen to really just the two i listen to uh, rt radio one today fm mainly unless because i'm not driving anywhere so you wouldn't be trying to find out apart from a bit of christmas fm obviously in december but i'm still hearing very local ads on those like i think so i'm assuming i'm listening to the yeah so on today FM, I think I'm hearing a few. Like I think I heard one from a dealership in Loud and like different things like that that I was just kind of surprised to hear. But it mm. just obviously then this information came out, and I was in market for a car, so I was definitely more conscious of 
ads and who's selling cars and what offers they're doing anyway yeah um in 2020 so uh yeah i just thought it was interesting i think it's an interesting industry it's an industry that has a massive amount of spend and a massive amount of uh, strong work globally in its back catalog so um i think it's good to kind of to have a look at some of what we think is good work be it old or new yeah with that in mind you will you kick us off there um with your ad yeah I'll kick us off with my ad. You have the link there, do you? Yeah. Okay, so hit play whenever you're ready. Go. You can do a lot with a little. Like picking up an award-winning dungeon with zero deposit, 6.9% APR representative, and the first three months on us, which just goes to show you don't need a Gotcha. You do the maths. Yeah, so that's the Dacia Duster ad. We've, I assume a lot of people will have seen it on their screens this year. I think it was only shot in the summer. It's Publicist Poke in London. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's. If someone from Publicist listen, then you can let yeah, us know yeah, how, how you had to pronounce your name. Yeah, please. Um, but yeah, I just love it. I just. Um, Every time I saw it, like I remember the first time I watched it, I paused it, I rewound it, I played it again, and I started looking at each of the individual elements because it completely threw me. I just, I just was. I remember when, when this car initially comes up on screen, I'm like, "That's a weird shot," but then I'm just like, "Oh, maybe it's meant to be raining or something," and I kind of you go about your time not paying attention, and then it's the zoom, it's the reveal. Um, I absolutely love, and I love all the individual elements of it. I love the fact that it was done in um 2020 during lockdown i love the fact that it is a nod to kind of what you can do for a car ad which traditionally would be massive productions in croatia or you know you'd have drones you'd have cranes you'd have uh like everything you'd be lighting them on a beach at sunset you'd be you know what i mean it'd be an absolute pain in the arse but to just literally get a Dacia Duster toy made, I assume they got that made because I doubt <laughs> there is many <laughs> calls for Dacia Dusters like uh, Hot Wheels. <laughs> um, so uh, I just love all the individual elements. And like when you go through it and you see the detail of like the two laptops and it's yeah. just, I it's just love it. Even the terrible. audio, I just. Did you see that on TV? I saw that on TV. I, I didn't see that over over the the, the period at all now. Um, really? Yeah. No, I didn't see it, didn't see it once. Um, but it's it's a brilliant ad. It's it's one of those it's one of those um, ads where you'll you'll find something different every time you watch it. Like you mm-hmm. know, I was, my my eyes were darting over the screen to see the different elements, and I definitely missed probably half of them um, for for what was included. So yeah, that that's one that. Uh, is a nicely different way of doing a car ad that's not those, as you said, slick drone or helicopter shops, shots going around a mountain roadside or across a bridge or something like that. It's pretty pretty stand out there. Uh, and, I, and I think as uh, um, you've noticed probably is, uh, you probably recognise the voice, do you? Yeah, Chris Finch from The Office. Yeah. Uh, Actually, my favorite part of the ad is when they cut him off at the very end. They just hung up, hung up on him. I thought that was just there's there's no need for it. There's no reason for it, but it's just hilarious that they did it. I love that. And and his phone on the phone it said voiceover guy or something something like voiceover. Uh, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that, that that's brilliant. Um, 
Dacia, they had an ad. Uh, I think it might have been a few years ago that it was a bit of a, a bit of an annoying ad in the sense that it was an earworm where once it got into your head, you couldn't get it out. And I knew it was working when my niece, who was probably eight at the time, saw Dacia on the road and started singing the song, what and then the song? asked. Then asked her dad, why don't we have a Dacia? <laughs> what's the, what's the song? Now you're going to ruin my day if it's an earwig yeah. book. What is it? It's Another One Drives a Duster. Do, do, do. Oh yes, so I do. So it's a scene of a load of people that. seeing a duster going by and they go, another one drives a duster. And so it's just a load of different scenes like that. And uh, obviously set to the to the Queen uh, tune. But yeah, the, if, if a, an eight-year-old girl can start um, singing that off, then you know you've, you've done something. Because at the end of the day, Ads, you know, they can be beautiful, the pieces of art and all that. But uh, bottom line is they have to sell some stiff stuff. <laughs> so yeah, if you're exactly. if you're if you're landing like that, then you know you're you're. I'd imagine they were on the right track in terms of effectiveness. Oh, for sure, yeah, for sure, and especially uh, I think this is the type of work that it just cuts through what car industry can kind of be known as we said can be known for doing is driving it on a, on a nice road in croatia or in south africa one road i'll never get to drive my car on so i don't technically care to see my car driving or my future car driving on that road i want to know how quick the wind wipers are <laughs> like does it just, make the beeping noise when they reverse <laughs> exactly is there a camera on it um but it's just more something like this i just thought it was nice that when it came up on television that it just cut through it just caught my attention um, showed it to my wife she was like oh that's actually really cool and for her to normally just ignore anything I talk about production when we're watching TV because it just ruins stuff for her mm. she was happy for me to rewatch it now I'm just going to put a disclaimer in here that if, if any uh, car brands do want to shoot an ad in Croatia or South Africa we, we will <laughs> we will of course uh, undertake those productions but um, just, just, just getting that out there just in case our goal um, is the Antarctic Aaron <laughs> yeah exactly um okay so we might move on to to my ad then mm-hmm. so um if you have the link there so this is uh, before you press play there shane this is um this is definitely more of a vintage ad uh, and the reason I'm, I'm sharing this is because i heard the story about how it was made and kind of lo- it got me triggered into looking a bit more about it so uh whenever you're ready there you can press okay. play play <laughs> Oh, 
So what's the what's the story behind it? So the copy, I think, the handbill by robots is is just a savage line. I think that is that's a brilliant line, and the 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 guys who came up with it, they worked in CDP in London at the time. They didn't they, before they came up with the idea of the of the the shots that we just saw there. They had that line, so that was almost their their anchor point to to create it. So there's a there's a podcast called Stuff from the Loft by Dave Dye. And the very first episode is a legendary producer from CDP, um, Sir Frank Lowe, and he was he was working on this project, and just the way they had the, the stuff that they had to do to to get the the, the piece made, um, the 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 actual process of making the cars that was that's a, that was a whole new process that it was automated, it was built by robots, and it was all the outer shell was done automatically. Uh, so that was that was pretty cool in terms of the time. So they said, let's let's show that handled by ro- robots, great line. So when they went to actually shoot it in Italy, there was major protests, political upheaval, um, a lot of protests, and the factory, a lot of factory workers were on strike because they felt they'd lose their jobs. So they're there ready to shoot the head, but they can't get into the the, the factory because uh, they need to get in and shoot it. And a couple of weeks before the production, the marketing manager for Fiat got shot on the steps of the factory. It was that volatile. Everyone was saying, Christ. if they go in, they'll be murdered. They'll be shot. Uh, they were thinking about going in on a helicopter. It was, it, was, it, it was literally crazy kind of stuff. But they eventually got smuggled in in the middle of the night. They shot the ad while they're in there. Protests were still outside. Got it done. Filmed the, the track stuff in France um, and recorded it. But obviously, the, one of the most significant things about that ad is is a soundtrack that Barber Seville, mm-hmm. pretty dramatic. It works really well. It's I think it's a perfect piece of music. Um, the reason they picked the the Barber Seville is when the 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 word Figaro kept kept it's kept getting mentioned during the piece. The car was originally called the Rizzo, and the copywriters uh, and art directors thought Rizzo sounds like Figaro. We'll use this ad. Uh, the song on the ad then they, mm. ch- they changed the name of the car to the Strada <laughs> which sounds nothing like Figaro like they're like eh works <laughs> just keep it going uh, about 300 to 400 thousand pounds back in the 1970s that cost to make which is astronomical when you think about it but they just went and got it done uh, and I just think it's a it's a really cool piece of work that that aired at the News at 10 the full two minute break um, which was the first time that that's been ever done from a media buying perspective so it was really kind of it really kind of stretched the uh it stretched innovation back then in terms of media buying uh, as mm-hmm. well as being a i think it's just a really great, nice piece of creative and it's amazing the way so what this 1979 star wars came in 1977 wow. so cp3o uh, or 2d2 those noises because i could hear those noises throughout the piece those little kind of like these like the, really yeah so like 
kind of droid or robot kind of mania was really starting to kick off around them with people and then seeing something that's only been in science fiction up to now actually building a car i imagine for people was was insane yeah and, and they, they were at, they were added in I, I think by the person who did the droid no, noises for c3po and, uh-huh. and all that so that's why they're very similar to that so I, I maybe like maybe i need to be maybe might need to be correct but i'm pretty sure it's the same the same artist who put those in who made the, those star wars noises because i guess yeah it's like people are like so hand-built by robots now i think well that movie was such a massive success like robots became a, like there was other things obviously Battlestar galactica etc but it was like hand-built by robots and it's like oh i love robots they're in star wars they're in you know what i mean it resonates mm-hmm. with so, so these massive robotic characters and then this came out two years later so it's lovely it's it's just uh it's it's a lovely piece of work and it's very simple like it's funny then like it's crazy for me now to think that this caused i assume the protests were based on lads being put out of work yeah, there's 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 political upheaval all over Italy in general around then. So, um, what's they got the Red Brigade? I, d- I don't know what that that means in terms of who was fighting against who, but that right. that was it was caught up in all in all of that. Um, and like there's a lot of murders and shootings and all that kind of crack. So they had, they did this in in the midst of all that. Uh, I, I love I love when a, a strong piece of music is picked, and that's that's almost the spine of a good ad and. You know, sometimes we get that in this day and age. You know, harping back to what we talked about um, in the last episode, John Lewis were great at that when it came to their emotional ads. A couple of mm-hmm. years ago, they would have, and that song would almost nearly be number one or something. It'd be on yeah, everyone's yeah. Christmas playlist at that that year. Um, but you don't see it as much uh, in this day and age. Well, I think one of the reasons for that is probably cost. Like mm. you mentioned, the duster. Um, another one drives a duster like that must have been because I think what film so you know the film um, uh, what is it called oh I can't remember you know uh, Ben Affleck Matthew McConaughey alright 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 you know that one Days and Confused Days and Confused Um, so I think there's someone involved in making Days and Confused as there is the movie School of Rock right right so Days and Confused was made in when it's like 80 somewhere Oh no, 1993, but it's set in the 80s. So they have um, loads of great music. And the kids in the movie, I remember, are like being uh, nostalgic for the 70s and the music that came out of the 70s and being like, this is amazing, etc. Um, it is set in the 80s, isn't it? Yeah, it's the start. I'm pretty sure it's set in the start of the 80s. Because they're talking about the first 80s. They're, um, they're talking about how the 80s sucks because it's only gone into it, right? But the overall budget for that film is like, Seven million, but he made. Uh, oh, it's, sorry, it's based in nineteen seventy six. Apologies, um, not the eighties. And they're actually talking about how the eighties are shit, or how the seventies were crap. And everyone's okay. kind of like, the seventies is amazing when it comes to music. But anyway, in that in that movie, they have like Zeppelin, they have like like Pink Floyd, they have all this amazing music. And I remember watching an interview with. Is it the same director of School of Rock? And he talks about the price of buying a song in 1993 versus trying to get music for School of Rock. And I think for the School of Rock, I might be wrong on this, but Jack Black had to make get all the kids and make a video asking Led Zeppelin 
if they could use their song. And That's I think serious. it costs it's cost something like and that's just for that, um, or was it? Yeah, they had to because they won't. They famously won't let their songs be used anymore. And it's something like the entire for that one song. Or what was the song? Was it the immigrant song? For that one song, the price of that one song was the whole music budget for Days of Confused. Wow! And like yeah, School of Rock is full of like you know uh, Smoke on the Water, like all these old songs. But it's the, it's the price. Of yeah. the music, so like if you imagine making that in the seventies, um, you could buy a piece of music from an artist for relatively well, like big budgets back then, but yeah. like relatively cheap in the grand scheme of things because it's a new, it was a new avenue of money, of revenue for an artist at that stage. They were like, oh yeah, but now it's well, uh, didn't uh, Danny Boyle? He he directed uh, yesterday, which is all about the your man yes. who who the whole world forgets about the Beatles, but he remembers all the songs and. On Graham, I think it was on Graham Norton where he said the Beatles, the, the, the rights to the Beatles songs, I think it was 40 something songs they used in the end and it was the second most expensive thing he's ever had had as a line item on, on a production budget uh, after Leonardo DiCaprio's fee. <laughs> so like it just shows that there's, it's, it's just, that's that's where in, in terms of archives for, for musicians, that's where obviously they're, they're making, they're making a, lot of, a lot of cash from. Like it's crazy. Sorry, I'm just reading here now. It's uh, approximately a sixth of the film's budget of Days and Confused was used for 70s hits. So you've got Bob Dylan's Hurricane. You've got Fog Have to Slow Ride. You've got Black Sabbath's Paranoid. You've got Leonard Skinner's Tuesday's Gone. Aerosmith's Sweet Emotion. Like all of those songs in one film. And just, and like, but that really, like that film Days and Confused, without those music, you don't set the scene that it's the 70s. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, music, yeah. as as you rightly say, music sets the scene massively when you're trying to bring an audience to a a state or a, a state of consciousness. If you're trying to, if you're trying to transport someone, like if you imagine, like in a, in most uh, time traveling movies, if you're like, oh, we're in the fifties now, oh yeah, listen to the radio, and it's like yeah. the type of music on the radio sets the and environment even, even for you. That, even that song there, the Barbersville, it's you know it's classical. It's it's showing Italian class, you know, design. It's all high quality. It's also great to listen to it because it reminds me of Miss, Mrs. Doubtfire's opening scene, where Robin Williams going Figaro Figaro, uh, and and all that comes with that. But yeah, that whole Fiat classy design almost makes it desirable, and you know that kind of classical music and opera goes goes hand in love with that. And it's also opera is being in sync. It's loads of people being perfectly in sync to make this perfect piece of music. So what they're more showing is as well, these robots have been designed perfectly in sync to make this perfect car. You know what I'd I mean? Lo- it's I- that kind of... I'd love if someone who's actually involved in that production was listening to this going, no, we just like the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop overthinking it. it. What was it? Is uh, Not fair use. What's it called? It's in uh, Common... You know when it's over a hundred years old or something like that. Something yeah, goes out yeah, yeah. Like all the Sherlock. Isn't that what Sherlock? Isn't that the crack with Sherlock? That's why everyone and their mother makes a Sherlock adaptation. Yeah, it's, you it's don't a, have to pay it, for it. It doesn't have. You don't have to pay license anymore. It's in. Um, I can't think of the yeah, your common common license or something. Public like that. domain. Public domain. That's it. Yeah. 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 Great. Okay. That Brilliant. was cool. Well, I think we'll uh, we'll I think we'll leave it there for for episode two. Um, if anyone has any comments on any of the the ads that we shared, or there's ones you want to share with us, uh, DM us on social. Uh, happy to to chat, and yeah, we look forward to to chat to you in episode three. Bye. Bye-bye.